The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. We are live. I'm this recording. is happening. Lane's recording. Art, you recording? I considered it, but I, I said no. Seriously. You <laughs> never know with Art, dude. He's just like, you know, I might be, I might not. Fuck it. Yeah. Thought, I'd, thought I'd switch well, it up and not record. We'll find out tomorrow, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's all, Lane, you'll find you, out tomorrow at least. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to know, yeah. you dumb piece of shit? Yeah, yeah. He's all, I'm hey, not going to tell you, but you'll fucking, you'll find out. Yeah. Over at uh, Studio McQueen, Brian's just teasing a little cleavage of some Volvo. I can oh, see. I, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to split the difference. Fraction. Yeah, it's like. Ooh, whoa. Ooh, whoa. Ooh. That's like, that was the equivalent of an ankle motorcycle. Oh, I forgot about that thing. I just got a motorcycle. Yeah. My shit's just not wide enough. My curtain's not wide enough, so I got to. Little tease is all all you get. That keeps it professional. Yeah, I think yeah. like uh, six inches back would maybe do it. I don't know. Oh yeah, ah. six inches yes. back. What? The curtain. Move it. That would make it worse. That would be. No, I would be make exposing it more. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to. So forward. I need to move it forward, but it's already no, all set up. So that's what I'm, I meant. Yeah. The camera back, but. Camera oh, back I mean, would I, also expose more. So yeah, I thought you were going for more exposure. That's what we're going for. But I, we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're back. We're back. <laughs> and I, I am recording. Um, yeah. Thanks for asking. That right. commercial. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Everybody's recording. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. Now I'm just trying to psych you guys out. You're doing a good job, Art. You're doing a good job. My <laughs> name is so Brian. cool. Yeah. We were super. <laughs> we were fully psyched. <laughs> By the way, it always feels kind of like the first time. We're like, are we doing this? Is this happening? Who's going? Yeah. It is Last Thursday. Thursday. It's been a week, man. Come on. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been Last a week, week uh, these guys were totally off for us, but it's because the connections were all weird, but they were perfect on the audio file. So oh, that's good. And they're, that's good. They, did the right, they did the right thing. But I see. it was the way it was yeah. delayed or something. You know? Blame Someone the Zoom, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. always blame. Is, the that, zoom. is that a hashtag? Blame the zoom. I bet it, it is. Probably. Is, no, it's uh, stop the steal is what it is. Yeah. That's the one I keep hearing. It's just funny how like, you know, I'm on these business calls and like everyone ends up talking about their home situation at some point because like today I was talking to someone and like all of a sudden his wife started a call right next to him and they were sharing a desk and then, and like Ooh. and then he had to get up and leave and then he was like trying to find a place in his house but then his kid was in one place and he it's just like I think it probably goes to the highest levels, you know. Oh, it's for like sure. The the Pope is probably on a Zoom call. And he's like, I'm so sorry. The Vatican's a mess right now. The Vatican's but, a mess. Uh, trying to get the stuff touched can, up again. He's uh, I mean, it's a, it's a little those. wild to still be dealing with that, though. I mean, you've I had know, right? a while to sort out your location. To oh be. yeah, but I think it's always a novelty that you're doing all this from home. So maybe there's an angle there where you're like. Ah, uh, you know, I was just uh, taking a dump, or you know, whatever it is. And that's a good angle. <laughs> You, you also there's yeah. a lot there's more unforeseens for sure because you have children and stuff. Like well, that. hopefully the yeah. taking a dump is unforeseen. Uh, blame <laughs> Zoom only has three um, posts. Weak. Kind of weak. Huh? So Are you spelling it right, Lane? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> Zoom. B l a y m e is that B l a i m e z o o o m right? Yeah, exactly. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. That's the Mazda's version. That is correct. Uh, okay, we're we're really doing it here. Woo -wee. Um, Thursday show. Thursday edition. Um, welcome. Are you guys ready to jump right in? Dive right in? Well, I am not. So. I need to buckle in. I haven't. What are, yeah, hold on. What Let else are we gonna down. do? We're just gonna dip a toe in, kind of feel it, and be like, oh, it's a little cold. Try one. I need question, to warm up a little bit more. Do you have your see safety helmet on? Um, Art, you said you had some questions from last week. Do you want to jump into those right now, or did you want to like pepper those in? I was originally thinking of doing a pepper approach, but I'm down to uh, start them now. Whatever you feel like, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I do. I do know what you're saying, which is lucky. We're we're on the same page. Um, 
um, I got I got some questions. We'll start with some new ones, and then you can uh, you can fill in the brand gaps. new, huh? Out of the brand right? new, fresh, fresh, out of the pack. fresh off. I was confused because our at at the time we would normally post a questions post, he posted a a non questions post. Yeah, non non question post. Yep. I was like, maybe Art <laughs> thinks it's Monday because you know yesterday was a holiday. That's Does true. feel like a Monday. It's true. I could see that. I could see that. No um, from Art. Well, I will uh, see what we have here. Um, what we can do. I'm just getting mad text messages at the moment. Sorry about that. Um, Big Fat Flip asks, what current car would you singerize 20 to 30 years from now? So it's presumably this would be a new car. 2020, new-ish. 2021, something brand new. Yeah, I think that it has to would, be a new car right now. Yeah. Or or in the last I'd say 10, 10 15 years, you know, like Whoa, 10 15. Yeah. Yeah, 964 like 05 or something. I see like 964 is old and they're right. singerizing them now. Uh, so but 30 years. Yeah, but that's that 30 one? years. Yeah. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I was thinking G body, but yeah, 964 is new. Or newer. Uh, um 964 is like 32 years old. I can't think of a car you'd want to singerize twenty years from now that's built today. That's a really tough one. Yeah. They're just so modern. They're so, so modern. modern. Like what? Well, what what uh, would you want to make better? You know, better materials, tighter tolerances. Uh, I, I I think the key is starting with something good. If you're a singer. make it pretty. I mean, you got to have the yeah. right platform, right? It's like rear wheel drive for one. Probably. I mean, it doesn't have to be. My yeah. mind goes straight to like Miata or BRZ, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Um, both of those could use, you know, both of those you could see making them like be nicer places. Ooh, uh, I got one on the inside, and then I, who, who knows? At that point, I was thinking too: is is it is that does that mean we're doing like electric electric conversions or something? But and then I was thinking probably not, right? Because Singer is all about kind of making it more analog. Um, exactly. And then are we backdating them too? So are we making, are we mm. getting a an Maybe. ND Miata and making it into an NA or something? Yeah. I mean, what's go, what's going? I was going with yeah. I was going Supra because it's uh, hmm. not really its full potential of a Toyota. Like making mm. it a real Toyota somehow and putting a engine manual choice, in. manual, uh, more straightforward interior, maybe a little more retro. Um, Actually, I well, I, I, I like where I, I mean, I like where this is going because combined with Lane's idea with the backdating, then you can make it look more like a Mark IV Supra, um, right? But then you have like the modern chassis under there, um, yeah, and then a like rad that. motor and manual transmission and maybe more Toyota esque interior, um, yeah. Have you heard mm. all the gnarly complaints? And call it about a Celica, that? by the way. Have you heard all mm-hmm. the like really? like complaints about that car for guys that track and stuff where no uh it basically has this crazy bump steer built in and the only way to solve it and what the race teams do is they're basically putting full new underpinnings underneath everything like full front and rear ends um and it's like it's like you know eight thousand dollars or something like that something crazy and uh it just has this built-in bump steer yeah and it's just Hmm. like basically not fixable without replacing the whole like all the chassis stuff front and rear subframes essentially I what guess. the heck well that's that's really strange yeah like what were they expecting people to do with this car that's like yeah that's so mm-hmm. weird um and hmm. now i mean it was basically that that's basically a z4 right i'm remembering correctly yeah and they, yeah. Did, they didn't have the same problems with that well z4s aren't i don't think people are really like that's that's not really the demographic for that people aren't really tracking them and stuff like that Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely like I, I feel like older and female when I think new Z4, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that might be a, a an assumption, but no. Post <laughs> post that first, you know, the first one. That's what they've all been, right? Yeah, dude. By the way, um, real quick, I saw a uh, a super rad uh, Z3 uh, today, just a stock like two point eight, but it was like a plum color that I've never seen before. It looked like aubergine almost, like a Porsche color, and um. Yeah. And the guy mm-hmm. was walking into a hardware store and I'm like, and I asked him if, if he uh, special ordered the car that way. It was an older guy. And he's like, no, but I bought it off of the lot this way. Uh, and 
you know, he said, I've never seen another one. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't even know that BMW made that color. So like I took a picture of it and is, and he obviously is like all about the color. His license plate is like something plum, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and, um, it's just kind of random, you know, cause I, I, for a very, very long time kind of did not appreciate the first Z3. I thought it was kind of a whatever car, but the more I see them now and like well-kept ones, like they're, I feel like they're definitely a future classic. It's a cool little car. So was this a 1.9 yeah. or a 2.8? 2, 2, 2.8. It was a 2.8. So he actually said, I, it was it was getting awkward because he wanted to talk more about it. And I'm like, all right, COVID, I have my window partially down. You're not wearing a mask and you're walking towards me. And like, <laughs> like I, I was just picking up some shit. Uh, but um, So he, he, he lucked out is what you're he saying. He was like, oh, yeah, actually, I we originally had test driven at 1.9 and we saw that this was a 2.8. So we, we decided to get it. Like he, he made a point of that. And then he was yeah. telling me about his wife pulling it out. And like he was obviously very proud of the car, which was cool. I was, it was cool that he was into That's it. That's cool. Yeah, 2.8s seem kind of cool. And they have like yeah. thunder flares and everything. The one I, mean, I, I want to, yeah, a three a is cool. Three liters rad, like the yeah. really late ones. Yeah, um, three, but, three, I, three. but I mean, compared to like how much love the Miata gets, like it's surprising the lack of love for the Z3. Yeah, Because it's totally. like, you know, a straight six, <laughs> like in, yeah. the, in in the similar platform and, and, you know, a little more meaty rubber around, like seems yeah. like it should be Got to be significantly heavier. Gotta be heavier. But oh, yeah. way heavier. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. the one point nine was way heavier than than a Miata, so, and that was its big downfall because it was like, oh, you could have a a real a way heavier Miata that's like the same amount expensive. of horsepower for the same price, but more expensive, more expensive to maintain, yeah. and all that, you know. And the front and, end's a little funky and uglier. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the, but yeah, still, the, you know, like a, a rear dinosaurs. rear drive roadster, uh, pretty cool. And especially Indeed. like with the uh, BMW community, right? Like, there's a, so many enthusiasts. Yeah, uh, yeah it feels like that probably a, hurts a little it. off. Can I singerize a Z3? <laughs> a Z3 That's Roadster? Old, yeah, it's old. <laughs> I'll singerize a Z3 very... Roadster. I'm okay. I'm doing it to a C7 Corvette or C6, oh. even better if I could. Oh yeah, get rid of all that it's plastic like, interior. Yeah, get rid of that. Like yeah. somehow do that up and basically, you know, just really push the uh I mean, you know, the the motor that everybody loves and, you know, just dial it in. I all the I think you know, like Pharaoh he says you can't unship box a shit box. I think it's pretty hard to make that have like really fine details. I don't know. Interior wise? I don't know if I, I agree with that. Yeah, it's like car, why yeah. can't you unship box a shit box? Interior. Well, I think you can. It's just a very. It's a major, uh, major I mean, undertaking, it's, right? It's yeah. like you're literally well, we're talking about redesigning everything. I mean that that's well, yeah. literally what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean yeah, you didn't I'm, even I'm, mention reimagining it, but I was just gonna say like we're we're actually reimagining everything. <laughs> yeah, it's going so. a little further. Yeah, we're getting yeah. into imagination. Um, <laughs> I would think that interior would be really hard to do. Like you'd have to create a new dash I think it's, and stuff, and yeah. it's not it's surprising like, I mean, to create hear that from a new dash. Like just cover it and. No, no, not just new... cover it in leather. Yeah, because yeah, that no, looks like shit frame. when people do. It doesn't look good. It's still That's what yeah, I mean. What I was saying, new. putting like doing a more like, Toyota esque interior, right? And because the yeah. the Z, uh, the, uh, the Z four, the Supra, the new Supra has a straight up BMW dash and like cluster and like uh, center. Um, what do you call it? Like console and all that, right? Yeah. Um, like what? What if you had a C and I, the C seven is just way over the top for me so i'd prefer if it's within the year range just do a start with a c6 which c6 i think is a pretty a better good looking car yeah uh so what if you do that and you do like inspired by lotus elise interior where oh, like super basic like strip super down? basic yeah like you know you replace the dash but it's like that's as simple as it gets right and just nice mm. and you just get a little binnacle you know that's the half circle and and you know do exposed uh aluminum and places and stuff like that could, anytime could you can use binnacle i'm in yeah you got me a binnacle yeah yeah binnacle is good um yeah I, i'm having a really hard time with that what modern car you want to start and tinker with um the only other one that came it. to mind was was um a new sti and like the stis always oh. had really shitty interiors and like yeah they're so so plasticky and basic and um yeah, it's 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 one car that could benefit significantly from that. The chassis is awesome, you know, the drivetrain's great and you can then, you know, refine it even further and like mess with like the details, right? Like whether it Ooh. be the headlights or taillights or um, um how about uh Toyota uh 
GR. Oh, GR Yaris. Whoa, that's trippy. A little tiny. Yeah. I guess, yeah, you go more the um, the Singer rally car, that whatever that thing is called, right? Like that style? Right. Like the, yeah. yeah. That, Get cool. rid of all that weird Toyota interior. Um, okay, let's move on. <laughs> weird Toyota interior. Dust. Dusty Snowman says, what is the perfect car for a place with very well-paved, great roads, but a maximum speed limit of 40 miles an hour? And I'll add something to this because uh, I happen to know it. I think he's talking about it. It's an island. So it's not like hmm. you can just keep driving down the road and hit another patch. It's uh, an island. Wait, what is about he Hawaii? Say, this is a quiz? Not Hawaii. What is the perfect car oh. for a place with good roads? Uh, okay. And 40 miles an hour speed. Uh, talking about K- New Zealand? A K-car. K-car, yeah. Like a, a K-sports K-car. car. Yep. Like a buzzy, like a beat? Yeah, or sure. like a yeah, cappuccino right. or something. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the opposite, like the quietest, smoothest car. Well, something very isolating. Well, that's not like why. SL, why SL would Mercedes. that be fun? I don't know. I just feel like it would be very peaceful. If you're already going slow. <laughs> um, you're going the you peaceful can, uh, route. I yeah, want, I'm on all the way opposite end. I'm going, yeah, uh, I'm going road to Hana, uh, slow car fast, right? Yeah, like, I'm going like ship, like by buzzy. by forty, I'm in fourth, fifth gear, you know? Yeah, like yeah. a five fifty spider yeah. or something. That'd be fun too. Yeah, those are my two choices: a beat, if you want to go buzzy, <laughs> or a uh, Toyota Toyota Crown. Is that opposite. car fit on so that island? I'm. I can't I help. Know. I don't have an answer for this. I feel like I need more information, but uh, I can't help but think back to Connor Connor Wells, who was a founder of the name Driving While Awesome, by the way, early early podcast guest. Uh, but he went to New Zealand, bought a you know Subaru manual transmission, one point eight turbo, you know all wheel drive, of course. And mob that thing around, um, and I didn't he say you guys if you remember, uh, it wasn't isn't there like a super low speed limit, but it's all gravel roads, and it's like super tight, and so it was still like kind of a stretch to uh, exceed the speed limit, um, and especially in this little low powered car, it was just a ton of fun. Does yeah, that I sound think, right? I think I think so. Yeah, and I know Australia is like I, I don't think New Zealand's as strict as Australia, but Australia um, sucks. Yeah, for that. But, uh, oh really? Yeah. I thought Australia they were is supposed wild. to be like the worst, you no, know, as far as like police yeah. state and stuff. And yeah, and I, all these I, guys, yeah. they're fucking like Mad Max uh, bomber cars. Look at just... this guy believing what Hollywood shows him thirty years yeah. ago. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> all these guys. <laughs> I'm talking about all those big V8s, like the Holdens yeah. and shit that have been. Well, yeah, I mean, the I think that's probably because that's yeah. from a long time ago, right? Like they have a long history mm-hmm. of. I mean, they literally coined the term "hoon." Uh, mm-hmm. that's, pro- I wonder how long the crackdown has been in place. Like maybe it's a more recent thing where the only reason, uh, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, if, for alcoholics, they're the ones that are like so crazy sober, right? <laughs> like, uh, it's because they had a problem before and s- same with, uh, Australia. Like they had a crazy problem. I'm guessing with people just doing, uh, you know, messing with those V8s all over town. So then they had to crack down even more uh and yeah that, that's what i picture it like it's kind of a more recent thing mm. okay yeah. i don't know what the history is there but i know that they have dedicated hooning events like that's like to basically blow the tires off your car and like burn out stuff and all that so they have like a very focused culture for that kind of shit uh which might have been the solution but then on top of that the yeah like they're super strict about speed limits and stuff like that i got a speeding ticket for going three kilometers an hour over like from a camera, <laughs> like I didn't even know where it was. So yeah, I remember Manuel Carrillo lived there for a while, and I remember him saying he was so happy to get back to the states because he felt like he could actually drive over like fifty miles an hour and oh, not get wow. pulled over, and you know have freedom. Yeah. Basically, New Zealand has kind of mess with your head. Yeah, it does yeah. suck. Yeah, so New, New Zealand, Zealand has, yeah, yeah. So Connor, I think that was the thing, Brian, but because that car was really slow. So you got to drive the shit out of it, kind of. Right. And a lot of these roads are, like, uphill, and, you know, he's lacking in power anyways. And he's driving on the actual – remember, he his thing was he was driving the actual rally course right. from the, the New Zealand rally. That's awesome. Um, so he would, like – he would he would he knew exactly what the course was, so he'd go and drive that. 
and he would drive it up you know he like pre-ran it right before he went and watched the rally and everything so so fun um, yeah, yeah that seems like a really cool thing and his car was really rad because it had like a checkerboard interior yeah and it was like pretty oh. clean right yeah super clean almost like, like tasha two-door silver so. all-wheel yeah. drive tiny little thing yeah seemed rad yeah. So, uh, that's actually my answer i'm gonna say whatever connor bought that's my answer for the 40 mile per hour. And you can hit up some like dirt stuff, right? Because yeah. uh, I'm sure that island has some dirt. And... Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. So you're, you're not going to reveal, Warren, what island he's talking about? Even though I'd rather he didn't. Not. I'd rather <laughs> okay. not. This, funny this Catalina. See. Let's just. It's Catalina. <laughs> yeah. He's got a buffalo ranch. Alcatraz. And, uh, everything's doing fine. Auto Catalina, you get like a really fast uh, bike, electric bike. Uh, you need a, a Fiat Jolly. That's, yeah. the, that's why. Yeah. That's Easy go. Best. They're only like seventy grand now. So I know for winter seats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My name is Warren. I am Lane, and we are here to talk to you about Copart, a new sponsor of the Driving While Awesome podcast. We are excited to have them on board because these guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. So you get good photos. Uh, you kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, they even have some kind of hard-to-find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have uh, K-trucks, like the... Uh trucks that warren and i drove on the recent round cat rally um where we drove some honda acties and they have a little uh warren searched mitsubishi and found a little mitsubishi k truck dump truck actually we all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world and these guys have a mobile app um 100 online auctions uh, once you get signed up it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles jump right into auctions you can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle, which is super useful. Um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know, what's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts and, and uh, I basically wasted three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So had one go. tail light and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swap, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car, you're buying the ECU, you're buying the transmission, you know, you're buying all these parts. If you want to swap all these parts into a different car, or if you just want to rebuild said car, you know, it might just, you know, some of these cars might have really minor damage or even, no damage at all, really. But uh, right, yeah. And a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with rebuilds and refurbishing cars. So, what better place to look than uh, Copart? And you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love uh, for a lot less. So, check out Copart.com, and uh, I would say bid with confidence. Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. Uh, Reg Tanj hope I'm doing that justice. Greetings, DWA friends, longtime listener. If you were given $10,000 but had to sell your current DWA rally car, which car would you replace it with? What $10,000 car would you buy to replace your current rally car? Hmm. Uh, dude, it's that ten thousand mark is so hard. I'm like yeah. E36, you say that about every, and then you're I like, oh, you I'm gonna get shitbox E36 right now. I think every time it's like that ten dollars, ten thousand dollar question. Lane's always like, this is so hard. Like <laughs> yeah. that budget is so hard. Do you think it's hard? <laughs> What's a good budget, Lane? It is hard, but I think. Uh, I mean, a good budget I've is more more than that. Yeah, for sure. But um, any budget is hard, apparently. Yeah, I think any budget's hard. Yeah. 
Because you're always thinking about what's right at that edge. The maximum, right? Yeah. I mean, I think um, I think ten thousand is I think ten thousand is a good range because it's like you get the you know the six thousand. I think there's there's a lot of stuff out there that you could make do with. It's like around six, and so it's like a yeah. little wiggle room on top of that. I don't agree. I'm gonna say, um, God, modern choice. If I was gonna go with a modern car, it would be an NC Miata. Wait, what? nobody's saying modern though, right? No. Okay. Just I'm just saying right? if I was just if any? I was gonna replace my. 80s 90s car was something more modern yeah you're just sick of your 80s car you're a little bum that it's so old miata (laughs) oh shit (laughs) nc miata is a good choice i don't fit but yeah it's good Hmm. what's your choice lane I don't know. It's really hard. E36 M3, but I get a shit box. I guess that's Uh, that's too bad. You just bring a salvage salvage BRZ FRS. Yeah, that's that's probably doable. Um, my mind's going to S2000 right now, like a high mileage, well maintained S2000. Pretty hard, dude. Pretty but hard. But it, it's it's kind of like yeah, you're in that in that e, like a beat E36 M3 category or realm, right? Um, I think I'd be in a nice NC. Yeah, you get a nice NC for that. Brush. Yeah, the I mean, you can't do 944 turbo for 10k anymore, right? Like it's, it's no. pr- pretty much impossible. Not something you could take in a rally. <laughs> you could do regular 944, which would work for you, Art. Yeah, you could barely could work. do that. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Hmm. Any any Japanese stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. How about right Integra? Now. GSR, just like a GSR or something. Perfect GSR. Yeah. Yeah, that that works. I mean, I would probably go more stripper though. I'd probably go like a CRX SI or something like that. Yep. Um, that would be pretty fun. Um, Brian, but that's not a answer? real answer. I want I want like something that I would actually seek out right now. And I'm like thinking, I guess I haven't really been thinking about a car in that price range <laughs> because I can't. I don't have any answers. Normally, I'd be like, yeah, I'll totally do this one. Yeah. Um, you can't do an AE86. No. no too, too cheap. You could do a perfect uh, 85 um, Celica GTS. Celica GTS. Hmm. Hatchback flares. That motor sucks. Though. I, would be, I would be frustrated with that engine. Wait, Art, I'm feeling that car is not that great. As, as I don't like think a it's a fun rally car. car. You know. Yeah. Art, did you just drop that you're looking for a new uh, rally car in some uh, some other no, price I said, range? I said the opposite. Oh wait, are you, you're reading into the fact that I said not in this price range, but in a yeah. different price range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always looking for cars in some price range. Yeah. Um, not really. So, I mean, what about actually? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go cappuccino on this bitch. I actually really. I'm, I'm very, very curious. Is that a thing? Things. You can yeah, get a cappuccino well, for 10k. That's like you can drive on a rally. K cars are weird like that. Uh, yes, but not on. Not you would have to get created with the registration but um totally doable for 10k yeah, yeah. but cappuccinos are one of the more expensive 10k is cars, doable right? though yeah it that is, is one car i have been looking at pretty so. ugly pretty they're ugly. so cool i love the way they look. i know i they're mean bad. they're cool but god dang i was already having trouble picturing warren in a miata but now it's like taking it to the extreme with uh, <laughs> our, what are we our, doing our cappuccino is a clown rally or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is my answer and i'm sticking to it Okay, I'm doing um, uh, E36 yeah. 318 uh, stripper model uh, K swap. You're not uh, getting into nope. for ten grand. Yeah, no. Yep. Come on. No no price, 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 price it out. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You're I'm doing, doing the work. work. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh come on. Ten K out the door. Out the door. See you in ten no. years. <laughs> It's a rally for 2030. Yeah. Oh, 2030. Big surprise. I'm getting hate from the haters. Big surprise. <laughs> wow. Well, come on. Come on dude, you, picked like a, you picked like this dream scenario. It's like, yeah, I'm going to build. Price okay, it out. Gonna, what is it? I'm going to build a spaceship, Price it out. Dude. I can well, buy Art knows. Art knows the yeah, kit price alone. it out, Art. Six tell grand. us the tell kits, us the kit's six so, grand. I mean, yeah, if you're doing all the work, I think it's feasible. Um, it's but it's you have to buy what just a price it out. I'm just asking, so yeah, twenty two hundred bucks for for twenty two hundred bucks for a running like decent three eighteen. Why do you need a running decent three eighteen? I found over seven hundred fifty bucks. It was all there. No, 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 no. You want a decent car like this? I mean, you want to start with a good car, not like a super shitty one. Like, I, I mean, know. otherwise you have to replace everything, right? Like, then, or maybe you don't. That's the Brian price point. I right? mean, so you want, you want, you're going to need, you're going to need shocks, you're going to need all this. E36 stuff, 318 yeah. is not a highly sought after car right now. There, at least you can, 1500 bucks. It's not. If you, yeah, you, you could, not, you yeah, could spend right. that, but tell, so Art, tell me then what else. So assume 1500. Then yeah, 1500 what, what else would I need? 
So the engine's going to cost you around a thousand bucks. You're going to have to put about three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars into that engine. So let's say, what, what so did we say for the three car? Three grand. So three grand. Have we already for the car. done this on a previous podcast? I mean, we yeah, know yeah, it's I don't know why we grand. have to. I don't know yeah, why we have so to do it again. Yeah. We so, know it's uh, around ten grand. It's fine. There we go. There we go. I'm in. <laughs> Lane Lane's doing uh, 944 with a 5 valve or with a turbo I swap. I have a 944. <laughs> no, I mean, but you're putting the, you're making a the 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 what is it the um yeah, the yeah. five cylinder uh, Audi the version. VW the VW yeah. five cylinder swap. Yeah. All right. Um, Sob story says your wife or partner has grown accustomed to the silky smooth ride of air suspension, and has narrowed it down to two vehicles, and you'll be doing all the wrenching. The choices, early 2000s Audi All-Road or mid-2000s Range Rover. Oh, shit. What do you choose? You sick bastard sub-story. Jesus. Uh, It's like a horror movie. Yeah. Paranormal activity. (laughs) Which one has like a cheap, like a... The cheaper aftermarket air suspension parts, I guess, or Audi, the Audi. Yeah, so maybe I guess that. <laughs> but oh, dude, man. but working on that car, so scary. Any, anything under the hood on that car is impossible. Like you have to remove the entire front end. Remember service mode. So yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, twin turbo. Twin turbo. And it's, uh, all the sensors all are the immediately sensors. check engine lights. Uh, yeah, air suspension, all wheel drive, axles, all wheel drive's on and, no, but it does need maintenance. So I mean, if you start I'm going Range Rover. S- they're both really? they're both terrible. But um, at least but I don't know, I kind of like the more Range Rover as a, a a place to be. I think there's more parts availability in the junkyard world, eBay, all that shit for the Audi. And it really? has more crossover I models. Guess, yeah. I don't yeah. know. There's a there's mm-hmm. a pretty Yeah, because an a, a normal A6 is the same thing. There's more like like A4, A4, or A4 parts yeah. will work. There, a there's not a you know, it's a pretty decent enthusiast base for the Range Rover. I mean, it I is, think, but it's just I smaller. Think, you got to admit. So those I mean, are that's, the, smaller... that's the BMW V8, right? That the, isn't that the um, like 540 yeah. or whatever engine or A4? Doesn't yep. that have that crazy like that coolant valley pan leak or whatever? Remember, like, sure, <laughs> all the leaks, <laughs> <laughs> all of the. You leaks. have to basically just coolant assemble the oil. entire top end of the engine to get to this little tiny coolant hose. Of course, um, they're, they're all of course. Yeah. There's like all sorts of weird shit. Um, I mean, trash. I might. At my old shop, my the owner of the shop was really into all roads, and he had three of them mm-hmm. at one time, and we would kind of go through them. And they're, you know, once you've done them a bunch, they're not so bad. Still doesn't mean you're going to get to your destination if you're like relying on that car. They're kind of sketchy, but a lot of like air suspension stuff, so the back would sag and yeah, it's mostly oil leaks, yeah. coolant leaks, and then like weird sensor issues, like Heat. a little hesitation on acceleration or like a weird idle and. Mm-hmm. You kind of chase that stuff down, and they're just kind of funky. That's it's the same. I mean, I love B five S fours, and like you know, they're they're great cars. But I think the key issue here is that we are do, like it's putting me on the maintenance. Like I I right. don't want to work on that car. It's such a pain in the ass. I'd much rather pay someone else to work on that car. You know, like and that's the um, same exact engine. So yeah, it's great, yeah. and I and that's why I'm thinking of that. Like I think. I understand and I know what I'm getting into and like knowing that I'm kind of out like I, I would probably try the Range Rover only because ignorance is bliss there but um, you know as Lane or as Wham is saying the sensor stuff they, they suffer from like severe heat in the engine bay issues <laughs> and like all the coil packs fail like all the you know wiring everything so uh, the solution is you run uh, you, you run over to um, Brian's place and he'll louver your hood for you and then you know you have plenty of um, airflow through that engine bay and you're good yeah, the solution is way. like just go lease a new Range Rover or you know the new Land Rover and uh, and your wrench on that. Just not kidding. have to wrench on it because got a that's a lease. Those are lease cars. My mom bought an yeah. all road brand new, and it was a great car as a yeah. as a three year thing. She never had any issues, but I'm sure the next owner had issues. You know, is this? Oh wait, please tell me this is not a real question, a real scenario. I mean, I think it might be, dude. I thought he was I joking. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't I think, think he's, coming up, I think he's coming up the with the gnarliest ones, yeah. <laughs> I think if I had a perfect example that was just maintained, I would prefer being in the Range Rover. I just want to put that out there. That's what I was thinking. Uh, it's yeah. like, you know, a nice place to be. I'd, I'd, there's more There's more wind there uh, yeah. to help offset the giant amount of loss. Um, mm. And with that said, uh, you know, it depends on what the scenario is. If, if I'm a kept man, for example, and I'm just, uh, you know, that's my full-time job is just futzing around the garage, maybe it's not even that bad. I'll maintain that thing. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, that's your only job. Yeah, to keep that going. Yeah, it's not so bad. Kept man. Definitely be worse. All right. Um. All right. Get some questions ready. I'll do one more here. Alrighty. Oh, um, we're getting peppered. Pepper us, man. Long Pepper. Dave Long says Porsche Diablo, Lamborghini F40, or Ferrari. Nine five nine. The cars are unchanged, but you have to live with the badge and everything that comes with it. Wait. So, which are you choosing? Say, say them Porsche, again. It's a little hard to. Porsche Diablo, Lamborghini F forty, or the Ferrari nine five nine. I don't so understand you can have the question. Porsche Diablo for I'll sure. Walk you, I'll walk you through it. So it's a better it. Diablo can, and a worse. You can add examples of the other on, ones. Hold on, Brian. Right. Hang on. Take it. Cars in, are unchanged. Cars are unchanged. We're so talking badges. Get a, right? No, you can get an F40, but you're a Lamborghini guy now. Oh, so it's just the culture. Yes, oh, it's the shoes you have to wear to the shit. Italiano. I just my favorite car. So that actually still yeah. applies. Better engineering, right? Like uh, better social engineering around the Porsche brand. So it's like you get a, you're you're a Diablo, but you don't have to be a Lamborghini guy. It's like a loophole. Yes, but it you is have a loophole. To be a Porsche guy, you have to wear like a Porsche hat. Yeah, exactly. Well, nowadays Porsche number. guy is like a little more hipster. It's not really like PCI, PCA guys or uh, I think you have to go to Nutrients at least once a week too, which is that's kind of tough. Yeah, it's cold up there. It's tough to pull that off. It's a long drive. In your, <laughs> in your Diablo, uh, Ferrari nine five nine. Ferrari nine five nine sounds pretty sweet. You're Get a little a Ferrari bit of guy, Italian. Huh? Italian uh, panache with a. Are, uh, are you you already are a Ferrari guy too, right? So it's like yeah, kind of in. in your wheel. It, it opens up the nine five nine for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A red nine five nine. Yeah. What do you think? It's, good. it's not bad. Yeah, is um, is Lamborghini F forty the gnarliest answer here? Is that? <laughs> no. Yeah, for yeah. Us? <laughs> it's good though. It it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm gonna throw one in here. Pepper. Yeah, Pepper. Pepper Jam? All right. Slide Fighter, do you think that you, your vehicle preferences, taste, would be different now if you had never started the podcast? Example, would you all own cars like HRVs, RAV4s, etc., that were just daily drivers? I think this no. man does not know a lot about us. No. Um, I, don't <laughs> know. I think it's better. I, li- I liked it when Warren was reading him. <laughs> you like the Warren? Well, well, you know what I like is it, there was I was I was working my way through some typos, and Warren is pretty good at like kind of going just kind of steamrolling yeah, through those. I, I feel your pain. And I'm I, bad. I, I feel know, like what Warren hard. does is he'll there'll be a little pause, and I feel like Warren's reading through it first, doing a first draft inside his head, and then he puts it together and says this stuff out loud. Which now, only after this situation, I appreciate. Uh, thanks, Warren. <laughs> Is that really the case, Warren? Is that what's happening? I mean, I'm trying to filter it out, but I, I feel your pain. Go on. Um, well, what you, yeah, well, the question I mean, was asked. Yeah, yeah the, question the question was, was asked, asked. And I think vehicle preferences is one question, and then there's like, I don't know, like, we would not the be driving is no HRVs for and me. blah, blah, blah. The answer but, is no uh, for me. What is your answer? Yeah. Uh, I'm no. gonna say no, Bob. <laughs> I think we're well because we all had uh, interest in exciting cars prior to anything driving law some related. So I, I do have trouble separating decisions some sometimes. Like I'm like, I'll I'll question myself where I'll be like, like I'm genuinely interested in making whatever move, uh, and I'm like, is this partially because I'm on the podcast or not? I'm not really sure. Uh, like I I feel like it does influence me, and maybe I'm the only one. Uh, to just be a little bit more gung ho, and it's like, uh, but I don't know. I could, I, I, you know, I've I've gone through pre podcasts. I was still, uh, you know, likely to do that too. It's hard to say. It's been, it's, you know, we've been doing this for kind of a long time. But yeah. I, yeah. I think I think there, you know, there is there is some sort of influence. I don't know. Do you guys ever question yourself really on that stuff? I you guys aren't doing that many car purchases really. No, I'm not. So it's been a while you since I've had to make a Art, decision. You like, guys, purchased more cars than anyone on the podcast. Uh, oh, I know. Recently, is the same. <laughs> well, like, just not really recently. Yeah, not recently. For daily but, drivers, too. Um, but I mean, I, I guess I see what you're getting at, Brian. I mean, like, yes, like at the same time, like you want to find something that you thoroughly enjoy and you're stoked on, but also that would be that would make for good content. Is that what you're thinking? Like, I mean, at the maybe in the back of my mind, I'm thinking of that, but. Um, I don't know if, how much of an influence it has on me. Um, yeah, like I feel like maybe you know what here's here's a, you know what I maybe dismissed this question too early and like 
I thought it was interesting because I wanted to talk, I wanted to share like what we're about, like with this guy and for, to the world. But also, I think that I might maybe would have owned more modern cars. Like I, I feel like being in this podcast has kind of made me appreciate more like the 80s and 90s stuff, which I've always loved, but kept me in that realm. Like I could have easily gone and leased a new car. And like, I, like the more, the more we do the podcast and the more we talk about and, and drive modern cars versus old cars and everything like the, and, and quite frankly, the, the podcast has given me and us access to drive a lot of different types of cars. Um, the more I solidify my interest in this particular era. Um, and like, I think if I didn't have that, I would probably be more into modern cars and, you know, be leasing a, a whatever. I, I can't even think of something right now, but whatever, right? Like a fun, sporty, modern car, maybe a STI or something. And, uh, and I would still probably try to do something on the side, but um, I would prioritize it more than I do now, I think. Mm, good answer. And here, here's answer. another factor that plays a role, too. Absolutely, it's true that the DWA rallies impact my buying decisions. Like, I was in an e-golf, and basically it was like, and then I had, I, you know, with the Skylark, too, I was like, you know, these aren't cars that I can take on a DWA rally. And so it's like just adding this extra requirement. And that's not, you know, I th other people are making those same decisions too because they want to participate in events like that. Mm -hmm. And they're not podcasting, but uh, that, you know, it's it's only because we're doing the podcast that, that, that that's come up, really. Yeah. Truth with an I F. I like it. I like it. Um, can we, are we ready to move on? I got one. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Archen says... What are your favorite automotive smells? Connolly leather is a popular one. Mm. What other olfactory pleasures are there? Um, I, two come to mind. Yeah, I, I like an air-cooled Porsche interior smell. It's like a blend of whatever plastics they used, leather and oil. Burnt oil, and, yeah. yeah. Burnt oil, It yep. smells really cool. Um, go, what you got, Wim? Uh, new tires. Oh, hell yeah. New tires, like for a, sure. The best air freshener, kind of. And... Um, Certain Japanese off-gassing, especially yeah. if it's a vintagey, like mint car, and you kind of stick your head in there, mm -hmm. that's amazing. But yeah, Richard Chen was referring to Connolly leather, and I remember there was an unrestored uh, French car at an auction like ten years ago in Pebble Beach. It was a Voisin, which is a beautiful car, and um, unrestored, perfect black leather interior. It had kind of fallen apart, but it was all there. That smelled amazing. I don't know if it was the leather or. Uh, the perfume of the girl who owned it. I have no idea, but uh, old cars. Old car it. smell in general. Especially yeah. if it's original. Yeah. I love the smell of a, of a early 90s Acura. Like that's like a very distinctive smell. Like um, I really like that. Um, and I mean, that's just the interior, right, that we're talking about. But um, I agree with your tire choice, uh, Wham. And I posted mm -hmm. a picture of some tires today, a stack of tires, some Bridgetone REO70s. Um, and... I put those in my room when I got them because I mm. wanted to smell the tires in my room. I swear, oh, wow. I put up. I, I I'm not kidding. I I mean, I think Matt probably remembers this, but <laughs> that's what kind of lotion? What kind of lotion did you use on them? <laughs> um, at the end of at the end of a long day. At the end of a long day. No, you you can't use lotion on them though. I mean, yeah, you gotta <laughs> on you. I mean, well, on me. Them, or... All right. I don't know what's happening right now. Armor all, Wham. Armor um, all. Are, are you saying <laughs> that the, you. those the tires that you just took a picture of that you own now? I'm assuming no, he doesn't no, no, own them now. Those are very long old. time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah 15 okay. years ago maybe something like that. Yeah, but so, I, I I'm a big fan of that smell. I don't I don't. Mine's not a particular. I guess it is like air cooled Porsche. Distinctive smell. That's just because I had one, so like it brings back memories. Um, I would say like an old Volkswagens, like 80s Volkswagens kind of have the same thing for me. Mm -hmm. And then like uh, 60s kind of cars, like um, actually 60s like Volkswagens because I grew up with a few of those. And it's like, I feel like it, that smell is more like in the horse hair in the uh, seats. Yeah. And yeah. that's actually in a lot of other 50s cars and 60s cars too. So, you know, or even older. So American cars too, they kind of had this like, I don't even, I, it's hard to describe that smell, but I think it is the horsehair in the seats is what you're really yeah. smelling. Yeah, BMW two thousand twos have that as well, and they have horsehair in the mm -hmm. seats. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those are good um, answers. Joe Polo sixty eight says, "Can I have the number of the purchaser of the Safari Volvo? Me and that car had something special. Ha ha ha." Hmm. Trademarked. Uh, Why do you think he's laughing there, though? I don't. 
I will say uh, Joe is king of the guilt trip recently. He was mm-hmm. during this whole this whole switch that I did. Sun Yellow 1972 one Volvo 142 uh, in place of the uh, Safari Yellow 1971 Volvo 142. He was super bummed the whole time. He was I was getting a lot of uh, text emojis uh, with the uh, tear falling. Um, and that could he buy? Could he have bought it or he not have, bought yeah. it? Or what? He could have. Okay, but I think it was a different thing. Like he wanted it for me. I think. I mean, he's got a lot of his own cars, right? Um, but yeah, he was sad to see that one go. We did. We did have a, you know, there was a bonding thing. I mean, he was there from the very beginning. He, you know, towed it out of the junkyard and nursed it back to life, right? And, uh, and then yeah. the the day when he came over and we got it running uh, was was uh, pretty glorious, magical, pretty magical. All right. Um, Let's see here. I have, I have one if you want me to throw one in here. Get in there. Pepper. So peppermint. Peppermint. Peppermint patties. Uh, Michael Slevin. What's up, Michael? Uh, he asks a few questions, but um, I'm going to answer one of them, or we will answer one of them. Are any of you drawn to racing, and do you think that some kind of motorsport is a natural progression for all car enthusiasts? That's a good question. Um, Definitely yes, not yes. for everybody. Not everyone, but uh, I'm I'm drawn to it. I'd like to get back into some form, whether it's lemons or go karts or I don't know about autocross. I go back and forth on autocross. It's a lot of work for not a lot of reward. But um, how about you guys? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I agree with first of all, yeah, I agree with Brian. Um, you know, if you're a lowrider guy, motorsport is totally irrelevant, right? You're into a completely different craft and an art and dancing and it's a completely different thing dancing. cars dancing lowriders hydraulics oh i thought the people dancing yeah oh they dance too have you seen that one or video? that the, dude the, just the, walking yeah, along yeah, the side scroll i mean every every song ever. fits right or what's it called yeah, it really <laughs> does <laughs> i love um, my, that video dude. dude my favorite one is is guile's street fighter 2 theme song <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's crazy dude so good but yeah anything fits um you know what we're talking about brand no i miss that one <laughs> It's this Dang. Cholo, and it's just like it's 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 following him at this like lowrider show, and he's like, or and he's walking by, and he's just dancing the whole time. And it's the a pan, songs right? are like changing. Like a bandana. And, yeah, he has a, yeah, it's so good. He's kind of like doing like dances, obviously it's to some song like lowrider or whatever. Yeah. But and all these lowriders are bouncing in the background, and then awesome. they put it to like Celine Dion. <laughs> it or, works yeah. Yeah. totally. Anything works. Yeah. Um, but definitely drawn to racing. I mean, I think if I had more time, I would absolutely love to do more racing. Um, you know, if I was in Ruben's position, I would, I would, you know, and I don't know why I'm calling out, actually, I'm calling him out specifically because that's what he's trying to do. (laughs) But I mean, if I was in a position where I could afford to just basically commit 80% of my time to motorsport, I would absolutely love to do that. Um, like do like, he's talking about doing like a world tour of all the rallies. He built his E46 M3 to do like like target Tasmania, uh, target Newfoundland and also do hill climbs in Europe. And like, that's his end game to like take the car around the world and do all this stuff, to, uh, you know, f- with that car. Like I would absolutely love to do that specifically hill climbing. That's one that I'm super interested in. Like I would love to commit to a season in Europe somewhere and so in, a, in, a, in a committed car, right. Just something built specifically for that. Um, yep. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all I, got I like, I like how you take it immediately to the full world tour. <laughs> rally scene dude yeah like, th- that's what i want to do it's just not here for the most part but. well because it's not here yeah i mean like that's what i want to do and unfortunately the only option is for us to make it happen and i don't i mean it seems so no, there's like, there's like right? a there there are hill climbs uh there's like a little hill climb circuit on the west western side of the states um, i know but it, but it doesn't have the same cachet. there's also a washington hill hill climb back east that's a big old old school one yeah yeah they've got them here there's also yeah. um, this thing Pikes called Peak, Pikes Peak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the second I'm, I'm, oldest uh, race in America. In the world. Uh, India's is first, travel. right? Isn't it? Or huh? is it America? Let's do, America. Let's do one, one lap of America. One lap of America fun. seems interesting, yeah. Um, no, I think so fun. Fun. I, I, I will go out. I will go and say that I have no interest in running Pikes Peak. I've been on the mountain multiple times, so and much. I remember at the time I had maybe a chance to do it, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> Like, you know, like, um, the, safety wise, it's, yeah, it's too sketch. Yeah, for sure. Like you just, you know, it's too risky. 
I, don't you think like a lot of those are like that though? Mount Washington seems nah, to be like the little too. like if you look at the hill climbs, like a lot like the European circuit that I watch, it's like it's mostly like Highway Nine or like like um you know all of our favorite roads around here, like just like big guardrails and stuff, yeah, or hay bales, <laughs> and, but not hay like bales, crazy yeah. drop offs, and the speeds are lower, right? Like you're probably gonna hit maybe 80, 90 in a section, um, and that's probably as fast as you're gonna go. It's way more technical. Um, there are some videos of people doing it in like formula three cars, which is insane. And maybe they hit higher speeds and they're geared specifically for it and all that. But, um, that's sort of what I have in mind. Not like, like the really big, big, um, hill climbs, I guess. What about those off-road, uh, go-karts? Oh, those are rad. They're, they're not even off-road. Carts. They're straight like, um, it's like, I know. they're like dirt clay what were tracks. Those, those buggies that we were trying to think of. I don't remember. Little fucking rally buggies. I know Kirkham drove them too, but I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, the like are they single seat? Yeah, really high strung engines, right? And a ton of suspension travel, but they kind of have flat, called? wide tires. Yeah, I'm not gonna attempt to even look that up. It's, I, have no I know. To search. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the name, <laughs> yeah, the name of those say? is on the tip of my tongue. Actually, yeah, I feel like I've seen a few. Sierra, Sierra, something? something. Sierra cars or something. Mist, Sierra Mist. Is that? possible to answer this question i don't really have a desire um i could see i could kind of see getting kind of into autocrossing but not really not into it but just doing a few um but i think it's more like uh i just i don't see myself ever like wanting to spend you know days prepping a car and then going somewhere and doing it and like all that just isn't interesting to me uh, more interesting would be like if you had property or something and you set up a little course on your property and you had yeah. friends over and did like time trial or maybe you did like some go-kart dirt go-kart racing like that would be fun but not like real shit where you're actually having to spend money and like work you know like and it's like real work and then you're bummed because you your car breaks after 10 minutes or something Leno Pastrana is what you're talking about. You want to have a can or a big ranch. <laughs> a ranch would be awesome. Like that, something like that would be cool. Just like a, a cool little course. Like a, if you own like dirt fish or something like that would be so fun. Oh, yeah. you know? That's that's pretty amazing. Um, I do like the competition component. Like it just keeps you on your toes and it keeps you coming back and, and trying to improve yourself. Whereas like otherwise it just feels like it's playing and like. I well, feel that's like, what I'm saying. Like I, time yeah. trial or something. You would time trial with your friends or you would yeah. you would race. But you know, that kind of thing. It's like, even when I was a kid, we had the scooters in my yard and oh, we had right. a course set up yeah. and we would do, we would do time, time trials and see who would be the fastest. Right. And it would be a battle. And so the competition definitely keeps you going and keeps it more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why jet skis suck. Cause you're just out there and you're like, all right. This is hey, cool. so, no, okay. Well, we need to make a course <laughs> for you to compete in is what it sounds like. You need to have yeah, a- exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. When I, I was doing hpde stuff for a little while um and like i was even we did the lemon stuff a while back uh and i was like in touch with blaine fab you know over the fabrication shop and he was building all these race cars and everything and i I was even like working with him for a little bit and i was totally not into racing i was basically like i just wanted to learn how to drive well and do hpde with nasa um, and then it like kind of snuck up on me, like I, you know, and it, uh, Slevin's talking about like wondering if it's a natural progression and that was kind of true for me. Like I, I just got into it and I was doing HPDE and then eventually you start like pushing the limits of your car and you're getting, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit bored with it. And it's like, you find your eye wandering other places and you're like, well, all I have to do is add a few more things and I can actually go wheel to wheel. Um, and then uh, I can say from experience, jumping over to wheel to wheel, like nothing like it. It's absolutely everything it's cracked up to be. Uh, it like going door to door with people at the limit of your car and tires is there's like no other way to learn uh, like the finer points of car handling and like your your own driver skill. Um, it like it's just you can't really you can't really do it any other way. And it's like, it's like simple things that you wouldn't even think about, but just being in like similar cars as other people on track and being able to tell how well you went through a turn by 
like the tiny amount that the guy ahead of you gains on you and then like trying to do everything you can to reel them back in like you're basically like chasing people and the way you do that is by leveraging your driving skills and so it's like the first the first order of business is chase that guy in front of you and you naturally just like learn to drive better through the process and that's like like it's hard to picture any other way of driving that would give you that kind of experience and it's like unbelievable fun mm-hmm. um but I, even for me like i wasn't i'd always dreamed of going racing but always thought it was like way outside my reach uh but it ended up kind of being a natural progression like like he's talking he's all in too he's yeah he's going for it he's, he's in, isn't he a gst or something like that i can't right what happened uh, e36 GST doesn't sound familiar. I I don't I don't know what he built, but yeah. So he had that Jägermeister replica one, yeah. Um, which I think was a full race car. Uh, uh, but then he's he scavenged parts off that, and then is building another E36, and the thing is just beautiful. He's like doing a really good job. I, I think he's racing with NASA. He's also doing. Yeah. Um, I was seeing him online doing the iRacing stuff. Oh, sweet. right, right at you know cor- when quarantine started a year ago gotcha yeah i can't re- i, I could have sworn i saw his car at edge motorsports or motorworks or whatever they're called like Probably, years yeah. ago and i had a it was like a gts or gt and i remember looking up the class and G- thought it was GTS. weird gts, was it GTS? Is, that's oh, german okay. german touring whatever with nasa right? and i got you yeah with nasa yeah. and they have and that one they do you know it's like it's it, it allows a lot of modifications because um, mm-hmm. it's weight to horsepower to weight basically. And it's E forty sixes are also allowed in the class, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what Rubens yeah. was set up for actually. Right. It was one of them, and then they have GTS one, two, three, four, I think. Uh, gotcha. And we, I would get to do do that too. In my spec E thirty, I could also run. We, if I wanted to, like just compile a bunch of races, which you need to do for various reasons, like to run the twenty five hour and stuff. Um, I I ran uh, GTS and and so I was you know doing, uh, what uh, like, f- yeah four races a weekend I guess, nice and all and all the practice and qualifying too, um, yeah I would love to I'd love to go racing again uh I still I still like it I think having two young kids is not the right time to do it but maybe maybe someday, um, someday yeah, I'd I'd love stage rally is like so high on my list but just yeah. get the two hundred thousand dollar motorhome mm-hmm. and then you tow place, your yeah. el- you tow your release and your go-kart on a trailer back yeah. there and you just tour the country yeah. i'm just picturing because lane's concern mostly sounds like is he's he doesn't want to have to do all the work and the prep work so he sh- he's going to be an arrive and drive guy he's going to be so- I have super to be loaded. Like a billionaire to do it basically. i imagine yeah. like you're wearing white pleated khakis mm-hmm. uh the white ones chinos with the uh like a pale yellow v-neck polo a ralph lauren sweater uh big glasses and you just roll up yeah Yeah. some loafers Loafers, of course well you've already got the loafers so it got that covered like dude i do think it would be so fun to own a little racetrack or something where you could just go out and rip and and you know know, do stuff whenever you want i think that's part of my thing is here it's like so there's so much planning like we were saying it's so much planning involved in it all um and it's just like the same reason I hate public transportation is like I just want to like on a whim go and do something and it's very difficult to do. I see. We got time for one more. Art, do you have a pressing pepper? Yeah, go for it. Pressing pepper. Pepper press. Oh, should I pepper it? You're saying or well, how oh, about you Ben Ruggett's? You got a pepper? The Mary F. Kill. You like that one, huh? I don't know. I mean, down for whatever. Okay, Lane's request. Ben Ruggett says Rolls Royce Cullinan, Bentley Bentayga. Lamborghini Urus. Fuck one, marry one, kill one. Yeah. Go. I got it. I'd marry the Rolls Royce. I'd fuck the Lamborghini. I'd kill the Bentega. I'm with you 100%. Same here. I think. Agreed. Right, I'm just going to trust you guys because I don't really know enough about this. <laughs> and that's a podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, check out our Patreon. Stay tuned for future events, hopefully. And thanks for listening. See you next time.
patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast. And we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.